leap of faith. Hello, critics, non-critics, and friends. Welcome to the Film Optics Podcast, where we take a glance into blockbusters, indie films, and everything in between. I'm your host, Christian, joined by my good friend and my co-host, Devin. And today, we're here to give our thoughts and reflections on episode two of Miss Marvel, which is titled Crushed. Devin, do you have a crush on somebody? Mean, oh, Haley Steinfeld. There you go. I feel it. Scarlett Johansson, Florence Pugh, Zendaya, the whole night. Ryan Reynolds. Oh, Ryan Reynolds. Oh gosh, Scott Lang, Paul Rudd. <laughs> Just a little bit. <laughs> so, as I mentioned before, we're here to give our thoughts about episode two of Miss Marvel again. That is titled Crushed. That is now streaming on Disney+. Plus. And before we begin today's episode, you can listen to our podcast on podcast platforms around the internet. That includes Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts. And if you are a new or seasoned listener, we would love to hear from you guys. Follow us on Instagram and follow us on Twitter over at Film Optics. That is Optics with an X. Or you can email us at filmoptics at gmail.com for any movie-related questions. Devin, how's your week been, my guy? Another week here, another week gone. It is a scorcher today. 96 degrees. In Ohio? Mm-mm. Yeah. That's very rare for the state of Ohio, but the farmland up there. Uh, it's actually been pretty hot down here in uh, Music City as well. So it seems like it's it's kind of hitting all spots of the nation uh, for sure. But yeah, it's been uh, pretty toasty. Um, I work from home today, so I have no clue what it feels like outside. <laughs> Or barely. Yeah, I've not gone outside either. Yeah. It's like, I mean, I, it's funny. Cause like you, you always, everyone always prays for like good weather, but then when we finally get it, it's like too good, too much of the good weather. It's, it's strange. It's like, you know, you want it to be like a brisk, I don't know, 75 to 80 degrees. Then it's like 90. So it's like the strangest thing ever. So Devin, are you ready to uh, jump in to this, uh, Miss Marvel episode two review? Are we sure her name is Ms. Marvel? We got a, what was her name? Nightlight? Nightlight, that's right. Yeah, Nightlight. I was like, what kind of alias is that? I mean, I guess, but. I mean, Starbright. Yeah, this, well, that's Starlight. Starlight, yeah. Yeah, Starlight, Starbright. (laughs) Same thing. Yeah, yeah, I, I could see that for sure. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back after this introduction to Ms. Marvel episode two. I spend too much time in fantasy land. That is not you. It's not really the brown girls from Jersey City who save the world. That's the fantasy too. All right, and we are back with our episode two review of Miss Marvel. You just heard a little snippet of the trailer. Um, as I said before, you know, we're just going to be breaking down this episode as we do each and every week. We're going to get into some initial reactions, get into our spoiler section, hit up those Easter eggs, round out with our final thoughts and our ratings, and we're going to get the heck on out of here. So... 
I'm actually going to pass it back over to Devin so we can give his initial reactions for episode two. I'm very interested to see what he thinks of this because I've already seen it prior. So that's why I'm going to, you know, hang out here for a bit. But yeah, take it away. Yeah, another another bright entry into the Ms. Marvel TV universe here. Um, I feel like we definitely got a lot of good information here. We got some more of her powers, the classic training montage that every every origin story has to have. I actually literally liked how they did it in this one and how it ends up um, with how her powers look. Definitely not an issue like all the uh, the weirdos out there wanted to complain about before even seeing it. I mean, it just it just looks so cool. They're calling it hard light. The name of that substance she creates. Interesting name. Not sure about that, but it definitely looks cool. Poor Bruno. <laughs> every, every time he's on the screen, he just looks so sad because Kamala is drooling over somebody new and he is just in that friend zone. He's not coming out. There's no way out of it. He's getting offers to school. Just just do just go, buddy. Go go to MIT with with Ned and <laughs> um, MJ, like, well, I think it's Caltech. There's, there's a bright it? future out there. Yeah, that's where he got offered to. But I'm sure he'd get an MIT. He's he's the next Tony Stark, apparently. Yeah, he looks a little bit like Marty McFly. I'm not sure if you noticed that. Yeah, he's the... wearing that that like orange uh, jacket. So I was like, I don't know. I noticed that. I'm like, well, it, it kind of gave me Marty McFly vibes, and I was like, eh, that's that's it's whatever. Maybe he maybe he uh, might help invent time travel in the future, just like Tony Stark did his hero. Maybe. I mean, Who knows? <laughs> I don't know. I, he I actually do... is a very interesting character. I don't know how much of a future he'll have outside of this show, but who knows? He could. Like, who wouldn't want to watch an MIT college type of like? I could do MCU Euphoria at MIT. <laughs> You get MJ, Ned, and and Bruno, and whoever else is smart and wants to join. Uh, of Flash, he's he's there. Yeah, Flash I mean up. he's gonna buy his he's gonna buy his he bought his way in, so he's there for sure. <laughs> Flash points. <laughs> oh man, he really. I really hope we get more from that from that actor. Uh, just even MC Euphoria. <laughs> the title's right there. There you go. I love it. I love it. I think that deserves a. Nice little hoorah there for sure. And then um, we get we get more background into her family history, into what her possible power set comes from. Don't know the full answers yet, but there's a nice cliffhanger at the end for it. We also learn a few things about her power specifically. We get some nice information and more insight into Nakia as a character. She's She got some nice uh, screen time to this episode, which helped flesh her out a little bit more. Yeah, just a nice nice episode. No real issues. Yeah, uh, for me, uh, for my initial reactions, I would say, you know, after watching it the first time, like a few weeks ago, I really did love it. And honestly, I mean, I know it's only been two episodes and I hate it when people are so, oh, you know, well, they, it's it's almost it's, it's like the Obi-Wan effect. You know, they judge the entire like series off of two episodes and it's and it's like they, they act like the series is over. They're like, oh yeah. They're like, well, I, I don't like it. Or or the or the other way around. With even with Kenobi, like after episode three, everyone's like, oh, it's the greatest Star Wars show ever. Yeah, well, I'm not gonna go there yet. Four and five definitely had some issues. See, I haven't seen episode five as of this recording yet. So I've I've seen a little few leaks here and there online, but nothing major spoiled for me. Um, so I'm I'm actually kind of grateful. I'm actually, I actually count myself lucky this time around. Um, but overall, like this is really like episode two, you know, it it just keeps in the same beats as the first episode. 
you know, um, all of the, the pacing points are there, you know, it doesn't overstates welcome. It doesn't feel too short. We get, you know, a lot of great training montages with um, Kamala and Bruno, you know, her trying to figure out what this power is. And you kind of find out that the power, you know, the bracelet's kind of like channeling the power within her. And, you know, we get a lot of uh, backstory between the uh, partition that happened between uh, India and Great Britain and a little bit more of Kamala's uh, family history as well, which is something I thought was was very, very interesting. And, you know, it's it's a fun episode all around, you know, like it hits on all the great, like funny moments, but it does have a serious moments as well. And we actually get to see Kamala kind of start to come into her own when trying to, you know, save people around New Jersey. And I thought that was a really nice, uh, great step. And just it's continuing the journey of her trying to figure out her own story. Um, again, Aman Vlani is just. It's just a ray of sunshine. So fantastic. That, that that dance scene was so good. Yeah. Like it's like as soon as the episode like opens up, she's like she has all this confidence, you know, like after all the events. The, the inverse of the of the first episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So it's like I I love it how she just owns that hallway up to a point where, you know, she runs into a uh, a nice little uh, a crush. That- it was a it was a very big coincidence that he happened to walk right into her in the hallway. I'm not, I'm not taking shots at uh, at Cameron, but I think he's a <laughs> I think he's a, a plug. I think he's a Cree, honestly. Cree? Yeah, I think him and his him and his mom at the end there. I guess we can get into spoilers now. But. Yeah, yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, really, really quick before we move on, we're about to get into our spoiler section here because I'm really bad with all these cues. So. That was your first spoiler warning for episode two of Miss Marvel. Again, that is your second spoiler warning for episode two of Miss Marvel. So if you haven't seen it, definitely go watch it. You know, it's it's a cool 50 minutes. You won't even feel the runtime. So, yeah. Uh, what was her crush's name again? I do apologize. Amron. Cameron? Cameron. Cameron. It's like Cameron, but okay, different. Cameron. So... His mom looks super sketch. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Cameron's up to no good. He's uh he's he's the he's a mischievous guy. He's running into her in the hallway, and then when he gets out of the pool and walks right up to her, you know what you're doing. I mean everybody at that party, he just goes right up to her. She was stepping on his shirt though. Like he knew where he left his shirt. His shirt this, was this located. is true. So I really don't it could be either or, but I will say he it, is it's just the classic kind of the classic trope where where somebody gets close to somebody just for the greater good of themselves or somebody else. But I am glad they seemingly got, got through that part of the story in one episode, instead of dragging it out, like the whole series or like a whole movie it would take to get through that part. Yeah. I'm really loving just the, the pace, not only just the pacing, just how the story is told, you know, we still, we still get a little bit more of the, you know, graphic emojis, like while they're texting. And of course the, the intro always gets me and I love it's like different like the song this week was great. That was really awesome. It's I mean, I, I really hope they keep it up. It just it just seems like one of those shows where like I'm excited to tune in every single week. Like obviously not every single episode will probably hit on the same highs as we've gone through for episode one and for two, but I do feel like people have like pre mature 
like thoughts, especially like I said before, you know, Obi-Wan Kenobi is running alongside Miss Marvel for now. And that ends next week, which we'll be covering here on the show. But it's like it's like people are are judging not judging, but reviewing like TV shows as if they're movies. Like obviously you sit down like one time for like what an hour and a half to maybe two hours and a half of a movie, depending on what kind of movie it is, maybe three hours or a little bit more. But it's like, you know, I kept to seeing people saying, Oh, well, you know, Kenobi was terrible. And it's like, well, in, you know, we got the first two episodes. I'm like, my brother in Christ, we, we have like four more <laughs> left. So it's like, let's. You bring up a good point about the, the whole movie thing because Heavy Spoilers brought this up today. He mentioned that it's kind of like these series are either a six hour movie or they were specifically made for TV. Mm-hmm. For example, Kenobi is, is more like a six hour movie, mm-hmm. whereas Mandalorian is made specifically for TV, where each episode is its own contained story and they go on an adventure and it ends. And then there's themes tying everything together. Right. So it's kind of interesting to see, like, within the MCU and, and Star Wars universe, just the different ideologies for creating a series. It feels like this one might be leaning more towards the six-hour movie type of um, genre. But I guess we'll see. It is weird because – and I feel like, you know, as you mentioned that, like, I even think about uh, – thinking back to, like, Hawkeye, where, like – even okay, a better example is I mean, WandaVision felt like a TV show, obviously, because of all the homage of of you know generations it's you know portrayed for television. But I actually went back and rewatched like Hawkeye, and I actually had a better time watching it just, you know, all six episodes episodes are out. You know, obviously I need some of the plot points, but it just it felt more natural because it is, you know, it's it's different because like, even, even though, you know, we make, I mean, I make fun of Netflix sometimes for, you know, whatever Stranger Things season five is not going to be episodic, even though it should be, um, at least when it comes to a lot of like Netflix's shows, when they edit and direct these shows, it's made so that you are able to binge them in one sitting or multiple sittings, depending on how many you watch within a day. So it feels as if these shows that Disney is pumping out, especially like for Marvel, um, you know, when it comes to Miss Marvel or Loki or um, Moon Knight, I feel like, I mean, I, I adore that they're doing week to week, but I do have a better time rewatching them after they're out because I feel like they are paced better for like a bingeable state where you can kind of just blow through it like you said like a six-hour movie um but that's just kind of what we're used to when it comes to marvel you know these grand adventures this is really marvel's first like you know marvel studios first try at when it comes to these weekly releases obviously you know we have like the marvel television show it shows on like netflix with daredevil and whatnot but Obviously, you know, it, it just feels different. And I think they're still trying to find out what works for Marvel TV because they have all this money. You know, it's these big budgeted shows and they're like, OK, well, you, we can just make this grand movie and cut it up into six slices. But the problem there is that, you know, obviously they're filming this all at once. And when you're cutting it up into six slices, the pacing starts to feel off. Because, you know, clearly it feels like this should be like a next scene after, you know, the end of each episode, if that makes any sense. 
let's take a quick break. Did you know that you can change what you taste by what you hear? How can you use sound to make a deeper connection with your clients? Can we be healed with sound? Sound influences people in their buying decisions and their daily lives. In the podcast audio branding, I explore all of this, both with my own observations as a voice actor of over 15 years and by interviewing knowledgeable professionals in the field of advertising, marketing, music, and science. To have a listen for yourself, visit audiobrandingpodcast.com. Yeah, I think this episode did a good job of leaving, leaving on that cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. Just, just kind of make it have a, an episodic feel where you're looking forward to next week to get answers. Do you have any uh, predictions as to who this lady is? I don't know. I mean, even... Is it her great-grandma who's just not aging? Maybe, because, I mean, we we do see, you know, the uh, the bracelet, which I, I think it's more of like a Cree bracelet. I'm not entirely sure. But, you know, we, we do see her great-grandmother in... She looks spooky as heck, dude. Like, I was. <laughs> and it's going to be interesting to see what they attribute her powers to. Are they going to call her an inhuman? Because that's what she is in the comics. And that's what kind of uh, Amon Vellani mentioned is what she thinks that mm. um, it should be. Yeah. And they, I think the biggest sign is just in, in Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness, when they brought back um, Black Bolt. I feel like they wouldn't do that if they didn't plan on having some kind of future for the inhumans. Yeah, even though that show was horrendous, apparently never, never watched, never will. I I saw maybe one or two episodes, and I was like, nope, <laughs> this is not. They literally, they literally just stole it from the MCU. Like they're going to make a movie from Phase Three for it. If you remember that, um, I do remember there being talks of it, but it's kind of like one of those things where it kind of just gets you know thrown to the back of your brain yeah it was supposed to be a movie and then jeff Loeb or whatever his name is snatched it and put a show on abc and it just failed miserably this is the gotham knight situation <laughs> all over again i love how the game's not related at all they wanted to make sure everybody knew that <laughs> but it's it's funny because i was i was wondering wondering which one was going to show up on like a search engine first. So I went to Google and I just, and I just typed in Gotham Knights, you know, cause they're spelled exactly the same way. I'm sure, I'm sure the show is getting more impressions because of everyone's saying how bad it is. Well, actually the video game was like the first hit that came. It was like video game show, video game, video game show, something like that. I, I think the video game stuff <laughs> definitely going to receive a little bit. Well, not sure about that price tag, that $70 price tag, but uh, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. But yeah, back to, uh, you know, Miss Marvel uh, episode two, um, you know, we, we just see more of the, you know, culture of, you know, like Pakistani culture and how um, Iman or excuse me, Kamala's friend, you know, they're they're in class and she says, oh, you know, we spend X amount of weeks on during this time period. And then we spend like what, like an entire like class or two on like um the history of uh, Persia, and then they just move on to something else. That's when that's when she gets her her power pimple. <laughs> yeah, her power to pimple. Go to the bathroom. Yeah. What was her friend's uh, name again? I do apologize. I wish I would have. Nak- Nakia. Nakia. I or Nakia. I, I guess. I think it was Nakia or yeah, it's, either or. But I I think it is pronounced Nakia. Let me know if, if if I'm wrong, ladies and gentlemen out there. Just tweeted us at Film Optics again. That's Optics with an X to let us know if we're wrong about any facts that we're talking about right now. Uh, Nakia, I like how, you know, the, the bathroom scene between after uh, Kamala gets her her uh, hero pimple 
uh, type situation where she talks about her her identity. Again, it reminds me so much of Turning Red. Yeah, yeah, it really it's does. Crazy. It does. Like th- this is like Turning Red, the show, and I'm I'm all here for it. Like 100. It's it's fantastic. But you know, just just nice little moments like that. Um, I think are very important. I actually wonder if Turning Red maybe got inspiration from the comics. Maybe. I mean, you never know because I mean, we we've just we've been seeing this a lot. Um, a lot of similarities between a lot of shows lately. Um, a lot of similarities between WandaVision and um, another show that I will not name right now. But um, <laughs> but the embargo went up for it today. Um, but yeah, for Miss Marvel, I I think it's they they've been doing a swell job so far and. I yeah, I'm interested to see, you know, like what this bracelet is all about. You know, how does it tie into Kamala's uh family history? And will Bruno ever go to Caltech? <laughs> Please do. Don't don't wait around for the friend zone. Mm-mm. Don't do it, buddy. Yeah. There's only one man who's ever been able to get out of the friend zone, and his name is Ronald Billius Weasley. There you go. That is very, very true. He, he traded day. in his soul for it. He did. Well, it's, it, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, I, I feel so bad for Bruno. Like it's, you know, everyone, for, you know, the, the new guy forgets his name and Brian. He, he calls him Brian. He's like, my, he knows my name's not Brian. <laughs> but you I can't will forget the name like Bruno. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I wonder, I wonder if they have in concert in the MCU universe. I don't know. I'm not entirely sure, but I mean, obviously we know like star Wars is like a thing yeah. in the MC universe, which I actually think is pretty funny. Um, one last thing before we go, I wanted to touch on really quick. Uh, when uh, Nakia is like gaslighting Kamala's father. <laughs> yeah. You wouldn't want to man- ruin our progress as women. Right. Right. She manipulated that conversation so well. And the look on Kamala's uh father's face he was like oh good lord what have i done (laughs) and he's so torn and then his friends like yo what are you doing you know they had this big election going on in their community and you know we we see the um you know the imbalances the indifferences between how men and women are treated within their community as well um because unfortunately you know that's for some for some cultures that's it's just the way it's always been, um, depending on, you know, where you live in the world. But yeah, um, overall, though, I think it's a great episode. Uh, let's get into our uh, ratings here since we kind of already um, stealth dropped our final thoughts. So, Devin, what would you give Miss Marvel episode two rating wise? I give it a solid 86, not an 85 this time. Oh, a little bit, a little one, bit higher. But. One point. <laughs> It's just really, really fun and still feels different so far. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think, I don't know. So I feel like some of the bad reviews are because of how different it is. People want to just get fed the same Marvel type of show every time. Mm-hmm. And this branches out similar to Eternals where it, it's just so different that some people just aren't going to like it because they want the same old, same old. Yeah, it's I mean, like it's it's a Star Wars effect, you know. You, you know, you, you get the fans who say they want something different, they want something new. The studio tries to do something different, the fans hate it. The studios panic, and they come back to doing exactly what they were doing, and the fans are still complaining. So, it, it, Ta- Taika saving the day. I hope so. Man. Just just like with Thor, he's saving the day. Man, oh man, I am. It's I mean, I love it how you know when when they're able to 
branch out and just try new things but it's some people just take the subway too far man like at, at the end of the day it's just a tv show it's just a movie it's you know but i mean obviously you know these stories mean a lot to a lot of people and there's a lot of stories that mean a lot to me as well but at the end of the day like i'm not you know i'm not gonna go on some random rampage and review bomb a show that i've never seen before prior to its release saying oh her powers are different so that automatically makes it bad it's like you don't know what kind of journey she's going on we have four episodes left so you need to just watch the show because it they because i don't know i I just think people just need to watch an entire series before just saying oh well this show's boring and it's like i don't know The, the attention span thing I think is a big issue because I've seen people, you know, kind of clock out of shows and they know it's something that, you know, there's like four or five episodes left and then they come back towards the end. And then it's like, Oh my God, this show is like amazing. It's like, yeah, but like you didn't like part of watching a show like each and every week is like taking the bad and the good there. Like there's only like one TV show out there. That's like damn near perfect. And that's breaking bad. I haven't seen better call Saul, but like that's, that's like the only show that I've ever watched that it's like every single episode. It's like amazing, but that's so rare, but just don't judge a book before you finish reading it. Same thing with the TV show, you know, it gets better. <laughs> Unless promise. you're Bruno, then it does not get better. I hope, I hope for Bruno, Bruno, it does get better. I really, really do. But uh, that concludes our episode. Oh, actually, I'm sorry. I didn't give my uh, review score. I'm actually just going to go the solid 90. So that, that, that's my uh, review right there. 90%. I really, really enjoyed this episode and the previous one. And, you know, well, we'll see what happens uh, with the rest of the series. But I'm, I'm excited. Kevin Feige, Kevin Feige hit me up for that MC Euphoria idea. I think it's, <laughs> it could be a prequel to the Young Avengers, even. Like, show them in their college years. It, should it be MC Euphoria or MC Euphoria? MC Euphoria. MC Euphoria. too perfect. <laughs> Man, can you imagine? <laughs> like a hardcore, like Young Avengers, like Euphoria level where everyone's just... It's it's almost as if it's like the boys or umbrella. Kate Bishop could show up. Yeah, like. there you go, man. Like honestly, I'm I'm surprised uh, Haley Seinfeld hasn't signed up for Euphoria yet. I I would love to see that. That would be fantastic. But listeners, if you've liked what you hear, please please subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast platform of choice, and make sure to share an episode of our podcast with a friend, whether it be your mother, your brother, your lover, make sure to share an episode of the film optics podcast with a movie lover in need. And we'll see you guys later on. Uh, We have a few things coming up on the uh, podcast really, really quick before I forget. Um, We have Lightyear coming up here uh, this coming up weekend. I think we'll be dropping that uh, sometime early next week. So definitely keep a lookout for that. Of course, we'll be covering Miss Marvel episode three next week. And we're going to be covering the uh, part four through six for Obi-Wan Kenobi because that show ends next week as well. And we're also going to be dropping our Umbrella Academy Season 3 review as of this recording. We finished it. The embargo's up. I freaking loved it. That's all I'm going to say right now.
I'm not sure if Devin's finished it yet or not, but I'm loving what I see. That's all I got to say. But with all that said, we hope you guys have a great rest to your day. And that's a wrap for today. Thank you all for listening. And if you enjoy the show, leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And follow us on Twitter and Instagram to stay in the know. That was Devin. My name is Christian. We'll see you guys in the cosmos. Boy. Peace.